Hey, welcome to another episode of Two Tunes Podcast, but not just another episode, Bo. It's this special, this special episode. episode. Special episode number yeah, one. Yeah, we teased this, we teased this uh, a few days ago uh, in episode 68, and um, this is our special edition, special bonus episode where we are talking with members of Church Girls. Yay, applause, so much applause. <laughs> As I said, um, we talked about Church Girls on which episode, Bo? Do you have any recollection of that? I have which... no idea. I should have looked it up. Well, on a previous episode, we we talked about them. Um, Specifically, do you remember the track? That would be even more helpful. That would be. I've listened to too many songs (laughs) by them to know exactly which one. But we talked about them on a pretty previous episode, and uh, they were kind enough to reach out to us a little bit ago and say, hey, we got a new track coming out, so we got it hidden for now until it's out officially, and we want you guys to check it out. And we were like, oh, that's so awesome. We, we really appreciate that. It is uh, out now. Yeah. Today. And so we were like, well, what if we chat with them about it and then we can put out a little special episode? So that's that's what we're doing here today. So enough of us because everybody hears us every week. So introduce special yourself. guests. Special Who are guests. you? Please introduce yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mariel. I sing and play guitar. And I'm Mitchell and I play guitar. And who? so who would we be missing from the band Who's who's not with us? We're missing Vince, who plays bass, and Julian, who plays drums. But we'll be seeing them later today. Uh, we're doing a very long rehearsal since we have this European tour coming up. And occasionally we have to play hour and a half long sets, which uh, wow. coming from our punk rock world of usually 25 to 30 minute sets, that means we actually really have to rehearse this time around. It definitely sounds like it. I. In, in the code we don't play that long we play like 45 minutes and we've been playing for 20 years <laughs> yeah even 45 minutes is kind of long so yeah you know yeah. when you guys do obviously you're going to play more songs than you would typically play in a normal set but are you also like sort of rearranging and extending things yeah we're gonna have to extend a couple songs i think because also being in a punk rock band, all of our songs are about two and a half to maybe three and a half minutes long at most. So like right. even just our last two full length records, plus a couple of these new singles that we're, we're doing and some older singles, I was like, man, it's only an hour 20 when I put them all into a playlist. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we're going to extend a couple, but you know, we'll make it. It'll be okay. Sweet. And who are you playing with? Um, it, it depends. There are a couple in the UK. We're touring with a band called Other Half, and then throughout Europe, we're just playing with a couple different bands. And for one of the shows, we're opening for Illuminati Hotties. But yeah, otherwise, it's just like some local bands around Germany that are playing. A couple of them, it's just us. So it sort of depends on the show. It's awesome. When when do you guys leave for that? This Monday. Monday. The twenty fifth. Yep. And then it runs from when to when? We get home May 30th. Okay. So, yeah, I think the official dates are April 27th through May 28th, I believe. Sweet. So if you're listening to this and you're in Europe. (laughs) We do have have listeners in Europe. Yeah. Excellent. Nice. Maybe three. (laughs) (laughs) And we don't know who they are. But that's at all. We got them. So how long have you guys been a band? And how did you kind of get started and everything? If you could give us a little bit of that history. Yeah, well, I kind of started it in 2014. It was really just sort of uh, 
I was working a normal office job and had missed working on music the way I had in high school and college and stuff. So I started uh, writing some songs and playing up in mics and such, and then did some recording. And one of the songs got picked up by like the local radio station in Philly, WXPN. And then we started getting asked to play shows and so I had to put a band together. Um, and it started out kind of like my twin brother was a bass player. Like he basically learned bass to be in the band. Um, <laughs> and, you know, just kind of friends. And then as things got more serious and uh, started wanting to tour and such, had to find bandmates who, you know, were able to leave for weeks at a time. Um, so everyone in this lineup actually got to the band through Craigslist. Um, wow. And yeah, Mitchell's the newest member and it's been like almost two and a half years. Yeah, it's been a while now. I mean, most of that was pandemic time, so yeah. it doesn't feel like it's that long. Um, but yeah, I think two and a half years now. Yeah, and the other guys kind of three, four years. Um, yeah, and it's, you know, this band is great. Like we, not only do we all really get along on tour and such, and everyone wants to be in a touring band, but you know, we have a lot of musical chemistry. So it's been a really good situation. How did you guys um, get to Philly? Cause I know that Mitchell's from LA or at least at, at one point was in LA, but where did everyone come from originally? Yeah, I, I'm the only Philly. Well, Mitchell, you grew up in New Jersey, if you want to. Yeah, so I I grew up in New Jersey until I, was, I stayed there until I was like 23, and then I moved to L.A. And um, I auditioned for Church Girls when I was back home on Christmas break. <laughs> and it was like the last day before I left, and I was like, I don't know, I'm living in L.A., but I guess I'll audition. And then um, they were like, yeah, we're leaving for tour in three weeks. Is that cool? And I was like, yep. <laughs> and so I came back and then at the end of that tour, that's when COVID hit, all of our shows got canceled and I got stranded in New Jersey. And I was like, well, I guess I'm moving to Philly. <laughs> so during 2020 is when I moved to Philly and, you know, but I, Vince is from LA originally, which is funny because I'm from New Jersey and moved to LA. Mm -hmm. He's from LA and moved to Philly. And then uh, Julian is from France originally. Oh, wow. um, and met his well i don't know when he moved here i know he met his wife here um and so now yeah. he lives in philly he was visiting a his friend from france who lived in philly and met his wife now wife <laughs> of course mm -hmm. and uh moved to philly and then it was pretty shortly after he moved to philly he uh joined the band and yeah it's been that but i i grew up here or in the suburbs um and then i pretty much lived in philly after school on so you know 12 years or something yes mm -hmm. i have how is like the songwriting process and stuff changed since the band is now a band and not just you marielle yeah i mean i would say that it's just much more collaborative and way more fun for me and mitchell's become really involved in the writing uh and yeah he had joined like you said, in 2020, our tour got canceled and then we started working on our record Still Blooms. And so he and I started writing together and four of the songs on that are co-written. And we really love the way those turned out. So we've kind of decided from here on, you know, all the writing is going to be collaborative. 
And so he and I kind of like toss ideas back and forth to each other, you know, online, you know, recording Pro Tools, send stuff back, and then we'll bring it to the band and, you know, things get rearranged there. And obviously Vince and Julian throw out ideas. Um, but we just kind of get the general like guitars and vocal melodies and lyrics together and then uh, work out the arrangement with the band. But I mean, for me, it's just a huge relief to be working with other people because, you know, well, I just want for at least for me, writing songs can be like uh, this weird hole of self-loathing and uh, mm-hmm. self-doubt and uh, having other people to bounce stuff off of. It's like one, it makes the song better. And two, it's just like it's way more fun for me. For sure. Yeah, I think I have the opposite problem where like I just write like a thousand riffs and none of them ever go anywhere. And so I'm like, all right, well, (laughs) writing for this, like for Church Girls has been great for me because it's like, cool, I can write, you know, I don't know how many we wrote, how many demos we wrote for Still Blooms, but at least when we were writing these new singles, I think we had like 40 or 50 demos that I just kind of like wrote riffs and it was like intro verse chorus and that's it. And I would just send them to Marielle like every few days, like, here's a new one. Here's a new one. (laughs) And um, so that's cool for me because it's like, I don't really have to worry too much about like, oh, what will she think of this one? What will she think of this one? Because it's just like, hey, there's so many. Just choose, you know, whatever one you want. And most of them are horrible. And so it's like, whatever. But, oh, <laughs> um, you know, narrowing down, having having that option, I think is great because that's how Separated started. Actually, is there was two separate demos that I made and we were just like, and plopped them together. And then it's like, we took the verse from one and the chorus from another. And that's how we got separated. Um, so I kind of like that writing process of starting with riffs or even just a chord progression and then kind of sending all these demos and then figuring out which ones. We- that's awesome. Yeah. Mitchell's the riff king. <laughs> I really do that for these three singles that we have coming out. Yeah. You, you sent me 50 demos. So <laughs> sometimes I'm like, Oh my God, it's a lot to sift through, but it's also great. Cause it's like, you know, there are a lot of ideas to work with. It's a lot for me too. I was like going through my computer recently. I was like, I don't even know. Like I named them the dumbest things. It's just like church girls, new riff one church girls, new final riff three. And it's like the dumbest system ever. So I probably get better at that. I've always put like the date of when it is. And if I write Mm -hmm. more than one, it's like a time. So it's like whatever project it is. So like the code and like today's 421. So I'd be like 421. Mm. that's good that's a good idea yeah we've uh one of the singles that's coming out later i didn't finish the lyrics and such until recently even though we had tracked all the instrumentals and Mm -hmm. so it was the 41st riff and we've been calling it 41 (laughs) until now (laughs) for months like even even though i have lyrics and i gave it a name we're all still calling it 41 (laughs) because you're huge dave matthews fans right exactly (laughs) it's a tribute we released a single or you released a single today um so what's the the story behind that song yeah i mean that again that kind of came from uh, it was just one of the riffs that mitchell sent me and i just loved it right off the bat you know i kind of go with okay what's grabbing me off the bat and that one certainly did um and then yeah i went through a little bit of changes so the verse guitar that I started messing with. And um, 
I guess for me, I really try to make sure that I can get a vocal melody in there that's working even before words or anything. Cause I don't know. I think for me as a listener, like vocal melody is something I really gravitate towards. Um, yeah. And I kind of wrote that in, in January, I was going through like just a weird, uh, kind of a, just a rough spell. Like I, I, I tend to sort of get down in early January for whatever reason. And, uh, living with my boyfriend uh or I still am but uh and I was just in this like really depressed state and I knew that it was irritating him not irritating him but just that uh me just sort of sulking around for weeks at a time is not like the best (laughs) situation (laughs) and so the song's sort of about that where it's like okay I know I'm depressed I don't know what to do about it I'm trying to get out of it and I know that it's driving you a little bit insane. I kind of said, like, in the little press thing that we sent out, the opening lyrics to the song are, uh, rise up at dawn, staring holes of fire at the sun. And that's because every morning I was waking up and going outside and, like, standing in direct sunlight because I heard on a podcast that that could help with your mood. So <laughs> it's just a <laughs> stupid thing that I was doing. Um, you know, how you'll just like hear something on a podcast when you're in a weird state and you're like, well, maybe that'll help. Maybe that's the ticket, you know, <laughs> well, some, it works for plants. So <laughs> that's true. Yeah. We should say the song is telepathic mind as well. That's the, the track that's out. Um, we'll um, play it at the end of this. We will. Yeah. We'll, we'll have it played on there but yeah i'm stoked that it's out because i really really like it a lot and i was like i can only listen to it on this secret soundcloud link for like a week or so so i'm excited that it's out and you know that i can listen to it as much as i want and share it out with people and stuff so i'm sure does that does that feel like a relief for you guys like when finally like you know you've got this single and like marielle you mentioned there's another single that's coming at one point like does it feel good to kind of just get it out there in the world and let it live and breathe Definitely. I think Mitchell and I were saying like, uh, I don't know, last night, I just, I think both with the European tour coming up and then this release, like I just couldn't sleep last night. I just had this Mm -hmm. sort of manic brain, but then knowing that it's out and like, you know, some things were set up and people seem to be responding to it. Well, it's, it's just such a relief and uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been a relief for me. I mean, most of today I just spent like kind of texting friends like, Hey, what do you think of the song and sending them the link? And, you know, obviously if they're good friends, they'll be honest with me, but no one's going to be like, yeah, it sucks. You know, like no one's going to (laughs) be mean to me. Um, but everyone had good feedback. And so that's a relief for me. It's just like, okay, like we know we like it, but how do other people like it? And so Mm -hmm. hearing that other people like it is definitely a relief especially before we go to europe and play it a bunch it's like all right it's good to know that it's not a dud you know <laughs> yeah to me i sort of noticed maybe like um not drastically different but like a little bit of a different sound than maybe like stuff off of still blooms like is that do you guys notice that as well is that like like are you is it did you work with a different producer or is it just you know growing as songwriters i'm not sure not even sure what the question i'm asking but <laughs> Yeah, I think, uh, so the same guy mixed this song as did Still Blooms, but we recorded it a little bit differently. We actually recorded it at his studio. And okay. I think he sort of got, I think his process of mixing Still Blooms, he really got a better understanding of kind of 
what we should be going for in the actual recording process. Um, okay. And just got, you know, just like a little bit sharper sense of, you know, what church girl strengths are and, and such. So uh, that's been helpful. And then, yeah, I think maybe just the process of me and Mitchell, like writing together more is, has been helpful. Um, this, I, I think if this song feels a bit heavier, I, I don't know, maybe heavier is not the right word but um i think because it's a single we went into it thinking like all right this has to be like really hard hitting and very like concise like there can't be any extra like fluff in the song and so like it's relatively short it's you know probably a bit heavier than our older stuff um so i think that that could be part of some of those sonic differences mm-hmm. um but even just the mindset of writing a single as opposed to writing a whole album can definitely be different sure that's bo's big pet peeve is people just releasing singles so <laughs> he's, a, know, he's a big album guy <laughs> it's funny because i've i'm i'm such an album listener and i've been told by so many people for years like we well, just you know it's a single game now it's a singles game and I'm always like shut up shut up (laughs) but I will say that there is something nice about just releasing singles ever we'll definitely do a record uh soon enough but um you know the process of releasing a record is like there's so much weight on it it feels and uh we do all this prep work for like the one release day and uh it can just feel like so heavy in a way. And then there's just something nice about like, here's a single, you know? So <laughs> I, I, I can understand why people are gravitating towards that. And also like, we must bow to our Spotify algorithm overlords. So, uh, <laughs> you know, there's something to it. So, so you know anything to say? <laughs> yeah. The, 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 I guess it's, it's going to be the last question that I have at least. Um, so this, this whole podcast is, is predi- predicated on sharing music and like suggesting what people should listen to and like, and not like your top 40 kind of ideas, even though we've had top 40 people on. Um, but what would Something you... Something wrong with BTS, Bo. I know, I know. <laughs> well, you, you, you balance it out with Dissidente, who is not big at all. True. Um, yeah. So what would if you suggest something to to our listeners of like what should they listen to that maybe they don't have any idea who this is i know it's a big question (laughs) well these are certainly two two huge artists that many people know that i only recently got into in the last few years but i've gotten really into uh kate bush and cocktail twins Mm -hmm. And I know that it's like, everyone's like, yeah, we know who they are. Those are huge artists. But I'm just saying for me personally, mm-hmm. man, they have been blowing my mind over the last. I don't know that I've ever actually listened to either one of them, to be honest. I know uh, of them. And yeah. and like, I see lots of songwriters and stuff that I love, especially that, that reference Kate Bush. But I'm going to add them to my list to listen to now. Yeah, I mean, great starters are Heaven or Las Vegas by Cocktail Twins. And then uh, for Kate Bush, why am I blanking on the Hounds of Love? I mean, those are like the two big records by both those artists. But like, there's a reason why they're considered classics. And uh, yeah, songwriting and vocals and production. It's just, those are mind blowers for me. Nice. Yeah, I... uh... 
I think two of my big influences, especially for songwriting, um, Drug Church is a big influence. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, really everything they've, they've done has been pretty interesting, but especially the last two albums, Cheer and Hygiene are really great. And uh, I went to go see them a few weeks ago and there's a band that opened up for them called Lurk. And they're really interesting, especially for punk music. They, um, they've got a, a lot of really cool riffs and they kind of come off as like, I don't know, you expect to see like this hardcore punk band but a lot of their riffs are really tasteful and um, kind of have like a rock and roll vibe to it. Um, so yeah, I mean, just punk can get kind of, I don't know, I guess cliche quickly. And they were really creative for, for modern punk music. And then I think maybe just in reference to like making short songs that are packed and don't have any filler, um, like heavier bands can be a good influence for that. Specifically Nails for me is a really great band. They're kind of a grindy hardcore band. All their songs are super short and it's just like, there's no room for any fluff. It's all like, it just pummels you and then you're done. (laughs) Um, So, uh, I mean, obviously we're not like a grindcore band, but I think that same (laughs) principle can kind of go into that as like, you you don't want your song to lose people's attentions. You want it to be like, you know, hit them where it counts and then, you know, off they go. Sweet. You guys want to plug all your socials, website, whatever, tell people where to find you. Yeah, we're pretty much at church girls, PHL on everything. PHLs for Philly, of course. Um, Mitchell is our TikTok king. So definitely go follow <laughs> us on TikTok. I've been watching. Yeah. Yeah, Bo's, I, I I forgot to follow, but but Bo's been mentioning that that Mitchell's the man on there. So, <laughs> I uh, I was dragging my feet for a long time because I was like, I don't want to have to do like dances and stuff. Like, I don't know what they do. <laughs> and then I got on there. I was like, you know what? There's like some older people on here. There's like some cool people. It's not all just like Gen Z kids, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. dancing. And um, I've actually been having a lot of fun with it. It's kind of cool. Yeah, he's 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 blowing things up on TikTok. So, <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, like, like we said, the Telepathic Minds out today, April twenty first, and we're heading out for our European tour. Starts on April twenty seventh. So, you're in Sweet. Europe. Otherwise, we got some other shows in Philly over the summer and a U.S. tour coming up in the fall. So, nice. I look forward yeah. to that because I need to yeah, see you guys same. live. In person, yeah. not just on. Where are you YouTube. guys based again? Harrisburg. Uh, Harrisburg. Oh right, right. Okay. Yeah, we're not too far. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks for being on here. Thanks for chatting with us. Uh, we really appreciate you sending the song out early to us as well. That was that was awesome. And like I said, I'm glad everybody gets to hear it now. And uh, as soon as we hang up here, Bo's going to add it to the end of the podcast as well. So everyone will literally get to hear it like right now. So awesome. thank you again. Thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah. This is a blast. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely.